know. I know, yeah, I'm really sorry. I mean, you can wear some if you want. I've got like a couple That's more, right, but sorry. I don't I want to be like three headphones for four people. Who's going to be the odd one out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not severe in any way, so just stab me inside the Okay, so uh, today we've got uh, Adam Pennell joining us, uh, the Shropshire lad, um, and I'm really, we're really excited, aren't we? We've been talking yeah. about this for yeah, such a long are. time. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us on the Shrewsbury Biscuit. Um, before we start getting into it, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors at Gin Different. Are you, are you a gin guy? Do you like your gin? Oh, I love gin. And Darren as well. Bless yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love gin. I love, yeah, all booze, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, make sure you check out his bar, which is at the top of the, of the market hall. And they've got, uh, was it pop-up shop? He's got pop-up shop as well, where yeah. we do festivals and... Um, weddings all sorts whatever people want yeah yeah uh, make sure you give them a follow on facebook instagram and go and have a drink there it's mm. quite a cool place um and yeah so we've got the shropshire lad on today thank you for joining us yeah this thanks for having me yeah i bet it's been crazy for you hasn't it since the show uh yeah it's been busy i mean i'm busy anyway all the time just because obviously I, I work full-time as well as sort of doing a lot of cooking and, and different events and things um january was meant to be quiet and uh, yeah, the show meant that it hasn't yeah. been. Um, but yeah, it's been good. It's been seems to have been a nice response. Yeah. And um, yeah, I've, it's been good. Fantastic. Um, let's find out a bit about you first. Uh, before the show, before this all happened, um, what do you do for a living? I mean, we know, but for the show, what do you what, what do you do? My yeah, my full time day job. I'm the youth work manager for Shrewsbury Town Council. So I run a variety of different open access youth work projects uh, across Shrewsbury. Um, we have a detached team who are out and work on the streets with young people. Uh, we've recently just set up a alternative curriculum which schools can refer young people to who might be struggling a little bit and might be at risk of being excluded uh, so that we can give them a bit of respite from school. Mm. But also sometimes they need uh, a bit of a role model, a bit of, Someone sort of to guidance. To. Yeah, yeah, and just sort of um, try and help them through that. But I think the nice thing about that, pro- that part of the... Uh, the project is that if they do get excluded from school, then in that gap between um, new finding new provision, mm. they continue to work with us. Uh, so, and often that they can become be quite vulnerable, really, um, in that period of time. And so, you know, we can try and bridge that gap. So yeah, it's nice. A, it's it's nice work. Yeah, I enjoy it. We had mm. uh, Ben Butler on a few, a yeah. few shows ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ago, new generation it? coaching. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's doing such a great things. He rang me up the uh, last week. He was like, "Oh, I just wanted to chat." We were chatting for He's a good guy, really good guy. I must finish his stone for him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how did you get into cooking? And have you have you all been cooking all your life? Is... Yeah, just greedy, really. Like, eating. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I do. I've just always loved eating and food and. Um, yeah, I mean, my, my dad's a great cook and, uh, when I was growing up, you know, the, the kitchen was full of good, uh, good ingredients and, and it was a, you know, a, ni- a nice place to work. He was also a youth worker actually when I, when I was quite young and, uh, which meant even working a lot of evenings and so mm. the kitchen was free and I was hungry. So I'd just start, you know, as soon as I could sort of reach the st- top of the stove, I was, making stuff and, um, and experimenting and, and playing around and yeah it's just gone gone from there really and this is something that you think is great to encourage young people to, to, to learn how to cook and to look after yourself so yeah definitely I mean I think part of my job is to inspire young people to do yeah. you know to find their own passions and not all of them are going to be into cooking of course they're not but mm-hmm. most of them like eating so it's always yeah, a good yeah, thing you yeah. know? I mean, sometimes we do when I talk about detached work which is when we work out on the streets it's quite difficult to engage with young people 
you know, just walking up to a crowd of young people who are hanging out yeah. in a park or something. Mm. You need something to engage them. So if you can whip out a gas stove and a frying pan and a bit of batter and start making pancakes, soon yeah. enough yeah. you've got a crowd, you know, and you can start chatting and, and build relationships. And, and I think cooking uh, and eating, especially eating outside like that, is a great way of pulling people together and I'm very social and I'd so say, yeah it's quite a big social activity isn't it yeah, eating totally. when you mm. hang out with your friends you're always eating well, aren't you? Yeah. since we were cavemen you know yeah. sitting around a fire and eating food together is part of society yeah. yeah it's primal and it's uh you know it's it's a necessity as well and I guess it's something you can practice every single day there's not many hobbies where you can say you know, uh. there's, there's usually an opportunity I mean, even as, as busy as I am, I'll find a, an opportunity to cook something every day. How's, yeah. it, how's it like Christmas and things? Like, does, it, does, it, does the responsibility fall on your Do you go on strike or do they all like come to yours? Well, my old man this year, because I had a particularly busy end of uh, 2019 and he was like, I'm doing Christmas dinner this year, you know, you can chill. And then I ended up doing half of it. Because like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to leave it, you know. Like, I want to put my stamp on it. And yeah, it's, and, but I say I don't need a break because it's, it is my... Um, my respite as well. Sometimes yeah, I'll yeah. get in from work at nine o'clock at night and I still spend an hour cooking. You know? yeah. mm. A lot of people don't want to do that, but for me, that's my wine. But if that, if that, yeah. that to like, TV. Yeah, if that's your like relaxation mode. It's like, uh, sorry, Julie, uh, I was just going to say, I've been famously on the Shoes of Biscuit, been doing the keto diet since January. Oh, here right? we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, what I wanted to say, this is the right show for it. What are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's got me so inventive in the kitchen. I'm, I'm trying yeah. new things. I'm like folding like Philadelphia into chicken and wrapping it in bacon and doing the sort of things I wouldn't normally do. Usually it's like chuck a pizza in the oven, you know, I'm, I'm totally <laughs> lazy yeah. like that. Being yeah. given a brief is the, one of the best things for creativity, I think. Mm. Like if you're just given a completely blank canvas, it's hard mm. to, yeah. to get your brain working. Whereas yeah. if someone says, right, you've got to remove dairy or you've got to remove carbs yeah. or, you know, do... Whatever. Carbs, carbs is a difficult one. Carbs my favourite flavour. <laughs> Anything carb-based. It's, it's in so much stuff though, isn't it? Because yeah. traditionally, we're probably all used to like that, you know, the meat, two veg, mm. and then what potatoes or whatever else Starch, is chucked yeah. on. Yeah, all yeah. that starchy stuff. And, you know, even all your pasta dishes, all of that, everything is all of that carb, isn't it? it? Is, if you have yeah. soup, traditionally, you're going to have a bit of bread with it. So yeah. it is mm. to cut all of that out. Mm -hmm. We had a few failed experiments. We tried to make aubergine chips. Just cut some oh, yeah, slices of aubergine. Yeah. And they were the most greasy, horrible looking. <laughs> they're, a bit, they're a bit wet, probably. To turn into chips, yeah, yeah. Think. That was a failed experiment. But we're trying, and that's the important <laughs> thing, you know. Yeah. And it's I, I did uh, Veganuary myself. Mm. So, um, and that was... I, partly because I looked at my uh, Instagram top nine and saw how much meat I'd eaten in the last year. <laughs> I was like, whoa, maybe I need to slow down a little bit. Did, you, did you find it quite hard at the start when you were getting into it? or? You know what? The second I decided, which was, I think it was about the 28th or something of December. Yeah. My brain was already in overload of what am I going to cook? And, 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 that, and it was great because it just... All of a sudden, I had all these things, all these ideas, and, I, and my, my food brain never, ever stops. I'm just constantly, constantly thinking about dishes. Where'd you get your ideas from then? I just get from, you get, you know, you get inspired by things that you see, things that you mm. taste, briefs, you know, if somebody says to yeah. you, like, you know, if you're thinking about um, Veganuary, for example, I, I, straight away, I was sort of thinking, what am I going to miss? And then... What can I, how can I substitute that? What could I try? You yeah. know? And, and the internet is a, a wonderful thing. You yeah. know, I use Instagram yeah, of all the time um, for inspiration. There's lots of people I follow and, and things I see. And, and then, you know, I don't like to necessarily copy <coughs> anything directly, hardly ever. I don't remember the last time I followed a recipe. Oh, but it's inspiration though. Yeah. 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 I mean, definitely. I've got 
you know, hundreds of cookbooks and I flick through them and take little bits from, from dishes and, you know, you find it, if you're in, if you're interested, really passionate and interested about something, then you, yeah. you find ideas and you yeah, find totally. creative. Do you have a favourite chef then on the basis of like, if you've got lots of cookbooks, is, is there a chef you've always sort of like, you know, looked up to or has inspired you in for different reasons? I was going to say, <laughs> you not say that's uh, yeah, yeah, the fat duck yeah. and his weird and wonderful <laughs> recipes. <laughs> no, well, I think my favourite is all-time favourites, Keith Floyd. Oh, yeah. he always had a glass of wine, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, <laughs> well, a bit like me, really. <laughs> and, but also very slapdash and kind of throw it together and yeah. uh, and it was always very rustic and sharing. That's yeah. right, and, yeah. you know, and he, he likes to travel and try things. And, yeah. And, and I just found him extremely entertaining. I used to love his shows because you'd just be like, whip out a barbecue and be like, let's cook on here, let's cook here, let's do it here. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, that was brilliant. Awesome. I mean, he, he, he's... My all-time favourite, hundred yeah. percent. But then, like Rick Stein. Oh yeah, uh, I love well. Rick Stein. And, and mm. same team uh, who, uh, who sort of did most of yeah. Keith Floyd stuff. Now yeah. do Rick Stein's. Yeah. Actually, you can see that thinking about Bikers, it. It's got that yeah, same sort of style, one. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think that he, he's very good at like just making something. Do, just the simplicity yeah. uh, and you know I've take, taken so much inspiration from yeah. him. Jamie Oliver man he, I think he gets a real bad rap but like yeah, no, I, I like still watch him all the time yeah. every time I watch him I'm like wow man I don't think of that He's, uh, mm. especially when you go right back to the very original one you know like obviously the Naked oh, yeah. Chef the very first when one he's a spotty yeah. little so, like, teenager li- yeah. yeah literally wasn't he just driving <laughs> around in his little scooter <laughs> and, but um, Dancing in the Moonlight the Rick yeah. Steins <laughs> ones one of my favourite books of his is his Far Eastern Odyssey yeah, because obviously all the recipe, all the sauces, you they're all in the back, aren't they? And you make everything from scratch by just blitzing it all up. And it's the first time I started instead of buying jars of like Thai green curry mm-hmm. or mm. Balinese sauce or whatever, I ended up making them all and phenomenal. I ended up just doing loads and constantly freezing them because right. the flavour from all right, some of the ingredients might be a little bit hard to source. Mm-hmm. Um, though actually, having said that, we've got quite a lot of sort of like. Or well, we've got next door, haven't we? Yeah, Japanese one. Set on a car, yeah. Got, yeah, yeah, I'm going there when I leave here. Uh, yeah, you should. She's got some awesome, <laughs> stuff in there. awesome stuff. So yeah, so it's easier to find some of the more what used to be, I suppose, quite unusual ingredients. Mm-hmm. And like you say, do something with it and try something different. But I do follow recipe books all the time. I haven't, I haven't quite got the guts to just have a go. <laughs> yeah, I know it's phenomenal the amount of people that message me. For, for recipes and uh, you know and I'll, I I never really give them a proper one back sort of because I want them to play around and experiment yeah, yeah. you know and, and I sort of say you want to try a bit of this and I never give even when I mean like at the moment going back to my day job I run a, a family cooking um, class cool. um, yeah. where we get sort of five families and they do five, a series of five uh, cooking sessions and then the sixth one is like an old, old school ready steady cook where I just bring a load of stuff from the Shrewsbury Food Hub yep. yeah. and we just create something because they hopefully built their confidence in how to do a few basics like we show them how to make a basic bread dough how to make a good pasta yeah. sauce yeah. all that kind of thing and then they create something out of that and then and then after that we we run a, a community meal at the grange community center um, oh, okay which they can invite their friends and family along to and uh and that's that's nice you know it's a, and even if you did want to follow some sort of recipe or something we got the world of information right now there's there's always a recipe there mm. yeah, yeah, yeah sure yeah. but when, when i'm teaching these families i you know I, i'd never ever say it's a teaspoon of salt. It's this. Yeah. It's that. It's follow your nose. Taste. Yeah. You know, feel, because yeah, yeah. if you can't build your confidence by just trying stuff and and realizing it's okay to not get it right sometimes, mm. you know, 
the amount of bad meals I've served at home because <laughs> I'm playing around. So with these family is, uh, sort of meals that you do then, how do yeah. you, so do you advertise them or do you get approached by sort of different, like, you know, elements of social services or how do they Yeah, well, I'm, I'm obviously, you know, I'm part of a big multi-agency team anyway. Yeah. And so there are generally families who um, prof- other professionals I work with recommend yeah. um, or there be, might be families of young people who I already work with. Yep. Uh, and we just sort of cherry pick people really um, mm. because I can't offer it to the masses because we've no. probably only got six spaces and, and I want it to go to people who are really going to sort of benefit from it. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. Mm. So The whole idea of a ready, steady cook kind of thing going on, that sounds really good fun. Oh, or is it just because I'm crazy? No, oh, I would well, love something like see. that, like the stress of it. I'd be like, yeah. It's good old Ainsley days, isn't it? Yeah, that one? yeah it's great, yeah. I mean, it's good because you just put, you know, if you try to do that, on the first session, if you put all those ingredients in front of them, yeah. I guarantee you none of them would be able to come up with what they come up with by the yeah, time you yeah. finish five, six weeks later. Yeah. Um, and they're, you know. So uh, it gives them the confidence in themselves, doesn't it? Like when they create something like that. Yeah. Isn't it? It's like, oh, I am capable of doing stuff like this. Yeah, and, yeah, isn't for sure. it? yeah. And, and it also means that it brings a bit more sort of independence because it's not me saying, right, do this and then mm, do this and yeah. then do this it's like yeah. well I would try this so go away and do that and then I'm going to go and see what these guys are doing and I'll you know so I'll dip mm. in and out but I let them just let them just get on with it and it, we haven't had any disasters yet so <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you must be a very good teacher because I tried to teach my friends how to make a shoe pastry once I'm not going to ask them to oh. do it again it was it was painful shoe pastry though like, I love making a good we'll, shoe pastry we'll talk about shoe pastry I'm sure in a little while because <laughs> that was the bane of my life recently <laughs> So, so how did it go from like experiment with cooking, 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 cooking to, to being on TV? How did that happen? Um, it's a bit weird. Well, I uh, basically got a message about 12 months ago. I got a message through my Instagram from somebody um, saying that she was like a casting producer for a new TV show that hadn't been commissioned. Mm. Um, she couldn't tell me which channels it was going to be on or really what it was going to be about, but it suited my cooking style. Would I be interested? And I said, well... Maybe. And she said, will you do a Skype interview? Mm. So I did a Skype interview with her and then didn't hear anything back for, well, I think about 10 months or something. I just forgot all about it. And then a new person contacted me and basically said, right, do you remember when you did that? I said, said, yeah, it was a long time ago now. Well, the show's been commissioned. Um, That casting director's now gone. It's It's a new production company. We've just been going through her notes and we found you. Will you give us another Skype interview. Sorry, we've never done one, but we yeah, haven't got wow. that. Do another one. Um, so I did that. And then the same day, they rang me back and just said, we want you. Could you will you come to London? So we've seen you face to face, but you, you're on if you want it. And I was just like, what the Because I found out that, you know, a lot of the other um, contestants who I now sort of chat to through a WhatsApp group, a lot of them actually auditioned and I didn't even know the auditions were going on. So I don't know whether there was a gap or whether they mm. did, maybe they didn't they cast they found you though, the didn't people. they? Yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't, they obviously either didn't cast enough people from, from the auditions yeah, or yeah. somebody dropped out last minute. Uh, I don't know, but I seemed to, ju- I was just slid in there. And yeah, yeah. so from within, from three weeks of that conversation, I was there in Elstree Studios when when was it filmed? Because obviously um, it only came out last month, didn't it? Yeah, end of October. It was. Oh, so that's quite quick then. Yeah. Yeah. So did you have to be really hush hush? Yeah, I wasn't really allowed to say too much. Um, they they told me, you know, when I was allowed to. Advertise. No selfies on Instagram and nothing like that. <laughs> no, yeah, first I put cameras on set, but I managed to sneak a few photos out. But um, yeah, uh, it was all 
had to be, you know. No checking in your location off. on Facebook, none of that. <laughs> Secret location. Yeah. yeah. Was that garden? Because if you haven't seen the show, it's crazy delicious on Channel 4. It's on 4 OD, is it 4 OD or all 4? All 4. It's all 4 now. It's all yeah. 4. Um, check it out. Um, but they advertise this garden where she's like, that the host is eating like candles and things she's picked up and teacups and stuff. Like, was it like that? Did you get to, could you literally just pick anything up and, or was it just like a Probably gimmick? not anything, you know, I tried to chew the worktop and that was the worktop. <laughs> but like, it was, uh, yeah, a lot of it was was edible, you know, even like the pebbles and stuff. But also, the, you know, when they say it's an edible set, that it meant that there was 197 different plants that were in there that were edible, you know. So yeah. so obviously there was real soil. You couldn't eat the soil because those plants yeah, really yeah, needed to grow. Um, but the blossom on the trees, you know, the like there's, it was... But that's mostly Willy Wonka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, the description I think is Willy Wonka meets Master Chef was the. Uh, yeah. description. And obviously, with because Heston Blumenthal was there, wasn't he? And yeah, obviously, yeah. with that, it's got to be a little bit wacky, hasn't yeah. it? You can't have it. It was very Heston. Mediocre yeah. with him there, can you? Do you? Because you for you do foraging, don't you? As well, a bit. I mean, a little bit. Yeah, I yeah. don't know what that. A lot of people seem to think this. I got got asked to do some foraging for Radio Shropshire like last week. I think that might be where it's And I was thinking, it's January, do you know what I mean? Like, what (laughs) are we going to find in January? But we did manage to to find a couple of uh, jelly ear mushrooms and we found some wild garlic and made a little miso soup. So I managed to pull it off somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, I like to do some foraging. But I have got a guy who I follow, I followed and then just become a friend, uh, Forager's Trail on Instagram. He's worth checking out if you're, uh, if you're you know, into that kind of thing. He's only a young lad and absolutely full of knowledge. And, and, really? and so, you know, I mean, October, sort of September, October time is about the best time. And, and you know, I'm out with him, learning yeah. from him really. But things like mushrooms, you've got to be really careful. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Is it true, because my other half years ago did one of these SAS survival weekends right. where they showed you how to gut a rabbit and... Oh, I've done it. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. But the, with the mushrooms as well. Mm-hmm. And you were saying about on the, on the you know, on the fin, yeah. the call them yeah, fins, yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're called, mm. but Gills. scrape a key, thank you, yeah. scrape a key or something metal along the back and if they turn like black then they... Now, is it they are good or they aren't good? I wouldn't even use that if so I were that, you. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> right, that's fine then. I, I I've would, never done it. I but. wouldn't eat any... I mean, there's certain things like those jelly ears that I picked the other day. There's virtually no other fungi at this time of year. Right. Uh, these are completely, you know, distinguishable. There's, no, there's nothing else that looks like them. They only grow on dying elder. Right. It's, so they're quite easy to, to find. But some of the, you know, things that you might think is a sep or, you know... Um, I don't know. There's lots of different yeah. mushrooms, that, but they look similar to other ones, and, right, and you know, okay. I, I, even I'm not comfortable picking them. Really, I think right. that has to be the least of your worries, though, because I was brought up in the countryside, so we right. used to go out, find mushrooms, just eat them while you're walking along, like no big deal, because mm-hmm. you learn over time what looks. You go like which one you have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not so much that; it's the whole fact of we eating them one day. My mum was like, "Don't eat that. You don't have a dog's weed on it." And I'm like, from now on, I'm like, <laughs> did you not wash them then? I'm a country bumpkin kid. We grew up in the mud. I was like, I've heard rubbish. this analogy so many times. It's like, where do you think all the vegetables you buy grow? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, There's yeah, no dogs, yeah, yeah, no yeah, dogs exactly. running around there. Yeah, yeah, no, true. <laughs> true. <laughs> Not in a purpose-built green. <laughs> yeah. Helps my no, immune no system. No dog zone in this way, field because yeah. there's carrots growing. Yeah. Um, so. It was quite interesting what you were saying about, um, you know, going back to the sort of the stuff, the cooking that you do with the kids. I, um, last... Last summer, I worked on the um, NCS, National Citizenship Oh, did you? Team. Right, okay. Um, and one of the 
weeks where we're in like a uni setup yeah is it's it is about as a day of like sort of like healthy eating and cooking yeah and what we do is we had to give each of the young people like they got like a 10 pound supermarket voucher okay or like on a card Mm -hmm. and basically had to go and buy all their own group they had to plan their meals first right design posters break out in terms of like you know that much is protein that much is carbs Mm. you know work out all the percentages of what they were creating um go and buy it all and then come back and like cook it right and then obviously that's great we then had to taste it so it um, it was brilliant because some of the stuff they were coming up with when you look at it and you, a lot of them were doing a lot of fruit based things right, that's which good. bearing in mind most of the week they, they were complaining about the food that we were getting sent in on the chuck wagons it's like we're, not we're, a worth we're of just cheeses <laughs> or chips or something and but yet yeah, they were then creating but it was what was really interesting was um not knowing what some of the vegetables and things were. So, you know, I had somebody right. who pick up a, picked up an iceberg lettuce and sort of said, or asked what it was. Right. So I was like... Well, that's well, pretty basic as well, eh? I know. <laughs> well, they thought it was a cabbage, first of all. Okay. So I thought, actually, yeah, that's, perhaps... Yeah. I that's defendable. S- see where you're going with that mm-hmm. one. But that's what I found quite enlightening, mm-hmm. was like the lack of knowledge of what things looked like or what actually was what and I thought they'd changed that in schools these days and went through a lot of that now but obviously I can't speak for schools I know that like a lot of the time when I work with young people in the evenings they you know almost every week I bring something and they're like what's that what's that and you know like we made guacamole the other week and and they were all like oh god what on earth is that like and then Lo and behold, all the guacamole went by the time you yep. know, we made nachos and chili and yeah. whatever, we put them together yeah. and it, oh, it's all right, that. Yeah. And so, but they'd never seen an avocado, you know? And, mm. and when, that, when that's we... not particularly exotic these days. No, it's it? not, you know? is it? It's um, everyday. Cooking in schools, though, is always like, let's make a scone. Let's oh, make coleslaw. Let's days. make a yeah. pizza. It's like, they don't really experiment. No, I mean, that's, that's because, I mean, a lot of the cooking is now home economics or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, food technology these yeah, days, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And, and it's a curriculum. And, and a lot of it is around um, We learn about uh, different food parts safety. of an egg. Yeah, and yeah, also food stuff, safety yeah. stuff as well. It's not yeah. necessarily always about experimenting. I mm. used to teach cooking in a secondary school uh, before I did this job a few years ago. And um, it was when um, the wonderful Michael Gove was going to bring in the... Uh, the e-baccalaureate, and it basically uh, meant that yeah. the school was split. So they had a load of kids who were going to be academic enough to get seven uh, subjects, mm. you know, a sort of English, math, science, geography, yeah. a, a modern foreign language. And then there was a core of kids who just weren't. And so they were split, and that was the reality. And, the, mm. and these, this core of kids were given to me and were part of their timetable to come and do cooking, but I was given the brief of just inspire them. So it was like, oh, wow, right. okay, we you know, go to town on this. And we built pizza ovens, and we had them foraging around the school field and all sorts Brilliant. of stuff. And that you know that was great and I think that there needs to be more time for that in schools yeah definitely it really really annoys me that now that the the way that the curriculum is Mm. just is so focused on churning out results for exams and not not creating you know Mm. human beings that that are functional and kind of um you know, able to sort of think for themselves mm. and try Were you, were you a foodie when you were at school? Were you into yeah, cooking yeah, and everything like that? Yeah. Or Since was it I when you were older? I was 10 years old. I'm oh, really? Really, yeah. really into cooking. Mm. Um, but probably obviously more so in the, as I got a little bit older. Yeah. Um, it's like nowadays though, <clears throat> when I was younger, like the TV chefs, like Ainsley Harriet, 
<laughs> you know, it's always a kind of an, an awkward job. It wasn't something that people would aspire to. But now, like nowadays, the, the cooking shows that are out now, it's like Bake Off, uh, mm-hmm. the, the show Crazy Delicious, and some of the shows that are out there, they make it look cool, don't they? Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. People, totally. Yeah. yeah. And also, I think the, the, the whole street food movement and the food yeah. porn movement, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's mm. made people who, you know, fine dining pretty plates of have yeah. no idea what that is is a piece of art mm. is totally inaccessible to a lot of people yeah, whereas yeah. if you just see like something that just looks yeah really naughty and like you want to stuff it in your face then yeah. suddenly you've got a whole new audience interested in food yeah um, it's even like the, the names of the books isn't it because like um oh, what's that thug kitchen Mm. Yeah. when that one came out That's so obviously right. that was trying to appeal to a different audience sure. yeah. full of swear words mm-hmm. so yeah. but again it's just, it's still getting people to cook isn't it yeah so um, yeah. food trucks as well food trucks like the street food sort of thing like there's um, that um, chef is it chef with um, it's, a, it's a movie done by um, what's his name John, John Favreau um, right, um, and he basically goes from a fancy restaurant to making a taco truck, and yes. like it, that, I've heard like, about this, I've not seen it. It's a really good film, right? It's a really, really good film. Um, we went to um, this place in Birmingham. It's like a nightclub you go into, and it's like there is a bar, but all outside you just got food trucks everywhere. Digworth Dining oh, Club, yeah. Nice. I think yes, that's yeah, it. Yeah, Digworth yeah, Dining yeah, Club, yeah. amazing. Yeah. I mean, they, Digworth come to Shrewsbury as well. Yeah, yeah, mm. they're, they're here like once a month. I think at um, Seven Social. Wow. So yeah, they, they move around, and um, that whole movement is, as as I say, it, it interests yeah. a new type of foodie, mm-hmm. I suppose, so a different type of food. And um, you know, we can't all go out and eat fine dining or necessarily want no. to. And I think it's sort of dying off, really. It's not. I remember but you can get some amazing street food. Oh yeah, you know, that's I think sometimes far better than. Yeah, I was going to say that. You do, yeah, because you other... go some of these fancy places. Like yeah. there's um there's a place over near Church Stratton where a lot of people don't know about, and I can't remember what it's called. I have to tell you when I remember what it's called. Um, but if you go there on a Tuesday or a Thursday, the chef there will will basically cut the the slice of meat you want your size, and he cooks it there in front of you like this massive joint of steak. Right. And it's like insane. You just pay for the weight of it, and it looks like a really really fancy restaurant, but everything in there is like done fully rustically. Oh, okay. I can't remember what it's called, but stuff like that. I think is really really good because that's something where it's coming away from the fine dining mm-hmm. and bringing more of kind of like it's not all about the beauty of the food but yeah. it's more about what it tastes like and the enjoyment mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. isn't it it's well, like all the things I bake look hideous <laughs> but as long as it tastes good I'm fine I'm yeah happy. exactly yeah yeah because yeah. uh, my wife is Colombian we, right. we when we go over to Colombia that's a great food experience because mm. they encourage you to like the, 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 the food trucks that are around Bogota you, you buy your corn or whatever from yeah, there it's yeah, amazing yeah. and then we went up into the mountains La Calera I think it's called and uh, they've got these just like barbecue huts where they'll just make you a big plate of like uh fried up chorizo and oh, and wow. steak and and the potatoes and the guacamole and stuff like that and they'll give it to you and you just sit on, outside in the mountains surrounding you eating this really rustic food it's one of the most amazing experiences and that's yeah. what it's all about for me like yeah. that kind of eating and uh, yeah. you know, a lot of the events that i've done and have got planned for this year that nearly all of them are about people coming together, sitting down, yeah. eating, sharing platters, mm. you know, you're never going to get a dress plate of food yeah. from me ever because yeah. it's just too personal. And I think yeah. Yeah. I, I like to sort of encourage people to sort yeah. of share. And So you come and waded onto this show with this this idea that you've got, that's a very sexy way of cooking food, I've got to say. <laughs> um, it must have been, it must be like joy to them to see that because you had, you, you're too, you, you're at 
the contestants, the three of you, you all had different ideas on things. Yeah. Like yeah. Hannah was um, cooking with hay and, uh, and... Yeah, she's a, she, I mean, she's a real forager. Yeah. You say to me, am I a forager? Yeah. I'd say I'm not. I'd say she is. You right. know, she's all about wild food. Yeah, and, yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah. and interesting sort of flavours that maybe not tried before, which mm. I, I, I interests me, but... I don't, I wouldn't call myself. There's a, probably a line that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was definitely the forager on that, on that yeah, show. Yeah. What was it like meeting the chefs? Were you starstruck? Were you like. Yeah, you know, like a lot of people probably hadn't heard of Nicholas um, here, but yeah. for me, he was a real sort of idol, you know, um, because he's got a Michelin star. Uh, restaurant over in mm. Stockholm in Sweden mm-hmm. which and he doesn't have any electricity or gas in his kitchen he cooks with fire 100% wow, and, wow. yeah and uh, so you know Heston <laughs> whatever mate like, <laughs> I'm worried about this dude here and uh, he turned out to be super nice and I still chat to him on Instagram now um, really lovely bloke but I didn't know what he'd be like yeah, you know? yeah. and so that was a bit nerve wracking um, and yeah of course it was scary sort of carrying that first place especially Heston Blumenthal he's so outspoken isn't he yeah. 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 he speaks his mind he's quite scary I think but he's a good chef he was pretty nice though like I mean we didn't get to uh, to chat with them offset at all I think maybe because they didn't want us to influence them or yeah. you know for them to maybe have a favourite you know yeah. buy one buy one of them a few too many uh, <laughs> rum and cokes at the end of the evening or whatever and uh, yeah, end up with a golden apple none of that ha- you know that wasn't a possibility so we only really got to chat on stage, but uh, or on set, sorry. Um, but yeah, they all seem lovely, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's let's be honest now about a few things. Like when Hardeep's egg failed, were you, did you feel <laughs> <laughs> did did you feel bad for him, or were you like, oh yeah, I'm in a, I'm in a chance here? You didn't get to see it, but I actually tried to help him with it. Oh, I, really? I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that guy. Uh, you know, we're still good pals now. Mm. I mean, I he felt was so bad for him. Bless him. He, he was he was so nervous. I mean, even in the in hotel in the morning before we left, we'd all sort of sit down for breakfast, and he was just sat on the sofa with his headphones on, like looking really frightened. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's such a nice guy, and we all got on really well. I mean, it, I, I was speaking to Hannah after the show, and said they've they've kind of edited that to make it look like that we're a bit we've got mm. a bit of beef, and we definitely don't. You know, we, we're yeah, going to. Uh, in fact, we're doing an event together um mm. in in october so you yeah. know that's what that's, that's the whole point of it? like tv and editing yeah, now yeah. they want to create or make it look like there's conflict Tension, because yeah. that's what people yeah. seem to be unfortunately drawn to yeah it so is, they yeah. do do it like it's like know, you watch bake off all for the drama don't you You watch it for people to fail and it sounds horrible yeah but you do don't you you're kind of like you're going, oh my god no so. hey margaret get your eyes off my my eyes in it's mine yeah <laughs> <laughs> how long did it take to film this thing because obviously we only see an hour of it yeah yeah, yeah it was uh, it was three days in total but wow. three three 14 hour days you know long oh. long days we were picked up at seven in the morning and Back at nine. Is it honest? Don't do the maths, but I think that's about 40 hours. So when they say you've got an hour or two hours go, did you actually have two hours to jump? Totally, yeah. It's that's real time. Like yeah. you know, you you have you have the amount of time. And the first thing I did in the fir- the first round was cut my finger. Oh no! <laughs> which which lost me five minutes probably. Um, oh. Which I had room for in that round. The second round, I, that would have. Ruined you, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, and probably at the end, I was running around like headless chicken. Did you so, guys know beforehand what the what the dishes were? Yeah, we did. Um, pretty much. So I said, you know, they they when they called me up, they said, "Will you come to London? Meet us face to face." But you're on. I, when I got there on the Monday, I was given my brief. So they yeah. said, 
you've got your magic ingredient. You've got your, you know, the the, the turn something on its head, and, and yeah. And the magic ingredient, believe it or not, at that stage was potato. So I would develop this this potato recipe for nearly three weeks. And then the Tuesday before I was due to film, uh, the executive producer rang me up and said, oh, we're really sorry, but we changed the uh, changed it because we can't really forage potatoes very easily from the set. So we changed it to strawberries. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, because they're really similar, aren't they? Nice one. Yeah, I appreciate that. Talk about talking to chalk and cheese. And I was literally, I just finished like a 12-hour shift in the youth in the youth club and uh, and I had no gaps whatsoever in my um, in my time between finishing work and then yeah. going over to them and uh, and so luckily I had these strawberry cheesecake chicken wings were already in the bag you know <laughs> something I've made before so I was like right it's gonna have to be that then and um, so that's why that's why I ended up doing that dish um, because I didn't have time to develop anything else you come up with some really interesting dishes like we were talking about before you turned up about your is it your peanut butter Ice cream. Yeah. yeah. Is it deep fried? Deep fried. Deep fried yeah. 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 Well, yeah I'm at, so it's deep, yeah, deep fried ice cream. Again, they, they missed off quite a lot of the details, I think, just yeah. you can't get everything in, but it was deep fried peanut butter ice cream yeah. with a, a blueberry and raspberry jelly uh, on a sweet brioche bun. And then I made like a faux cheese yeah. with a white chocolate uh, to go over the top as well. Um, and yeah, and I was again. You talk about where do you get your ideas from? Yeah. So the deep fried ice cream comes from Cherie's Kitchen in Ironbridge. So it's a Thai place. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. used to run the King and Thai. Now she's got her own little thing, uh, little pop up. It's called Cherie's Kitchen. It's next to the White Heart. Yeah. And she does deep fried ice cream um, for a dessert. Oh. And I was like, wow, that's good. And then I thought, that, that oh, that's like something. Yeah. I could turn that into a burger. Um, and then that's where that came from. Oh, and then and that was actually that. my other half who suggested. Um, because I was trying to think of flavours. She's like, why don't you do peanut butter and jelly? And I was like, of course. Yeah, because it's yeah. Yeah, that's what everyone knows. And obviously, they? it was kind of American theme. Carla Hall, the, the, the one, um, the, the female judge there, mm. she's a soul food expert. So I wanted it to be something yeah. to, to yeah. fit the rest of the brief, you know, mm. with yeah. the mac and cheese and everything else. Mm. Yeah. So that's how that one came about, yeah. So, <laughs> describe for us the, the feeling that goes through you when you stood there at the table and they they got your wings and they're going and they're, they're, they're critiquing your food as they're eating it. How does that feel for you? I mean, it was obviously nerve wracking yeah, uh, because as you're thinking, this is going to be in front of a lot of people. If it goes wrong, then, you know, you look an idiot, don't you, frankly? Mm. Um, but I actually was looking forward to having some honest feedback, mm. you know, um, because a lot of the time I'm feeding people friends or, you know, wherever else. And you just always think, is it really like, you know, is it really that good? You only really get to know. Um, how good your food is when complete strangers yeah. eat it, you know? Yeah. And, and so I don't have my own restaurant or anything, so I don't have the nightmare of TripAdvisor, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. And I generally get good feedback when I do the, yep. the events I do. So, But a lot of the time that's friends or, or whatever. And because, of course, my food's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it, so it was, it was, for me, it was like, all right, let's see if you are any good. So let's go for your dishes. Uh, the, the strawberry wings, they weren't too hot on, were they? They were kind of like, didn't no. taste the strawberry, that's what they were saying. Yeah, I mean, looking back, I probably slightly missed the brief in that I think the, the problem there was that they really wanted me to showcase the strawberry. Yeah, yeah. And maybe they didn't, I didn't do that enough and I, it's fair yeah. enough, you know. Um, the, 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 the show hot, uh, hot dogs, they devoured, they loved them, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. But they were a nightmare for me. Yeah. I mean, we talk about, shoot, you know, I said we were going to come back to talk yeah. about shoot yeah, pastry. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not a baker, and um, like I can make 
decent burger buns because I make them a lot. And, yeah. You know, a bit of sourdough and that. But shoe pastry was the bane of my life. And <laughs> like the amount of kids who went home from youth clubs hungry because we tried to make them <laughs> make, make eclairs in youth club as part of my because I didn't have time to practice so I was like I know what we can do tonight we'll make, shoot, we'll make some eclairs and then they were just flat and they were a nightmare and on the day I just smashed it you say that it's like best, I, you know, I can do a shoe pastry made. but I can't do anywhere near some of the things that you can do right. so you got that so I got shoe Thank pastry you. and that is it I have nothing else <laughs> Well, I think I've got it now, but I vowed I was never going to make it again after that day because it's just, I just had so many disasters. With yeah, it. yeah. Every, the rest of it. I mean, the other part was that for that dish was the, um, the sauce, which again, completely didn't even get mentioned in the description, which mm. was a bit upsetting because it took me three weeks to develop that, the sauce that was on the top, which was a, a beef reduction with the chocolate mm. chipotle flavor for oh, it. Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's sort of like, yeah, sort of chocolatey savoury yeah, yeah. with the, the smoked smoke chilli in there as well yeah. and then had to sort of stabilise it so that when I squeezed it out of the bottle it would sit like a chocolate sauce and not mm, just be super yeah. runny but like a gravy would be so yeah. that took me a lot of work and then it didn't even get mentioned in the description so I was just like yeah cheers for that but mm. it, it must be really hard for them to squeeze it all in because like you said there's yeah. the free courses free people to describe mm. what's going on and an hour to do it you know and then there's the adverts and stuff like that and then there was the the birthday meal the the, the lobster and macaroni cheesecake yes. which looked amazing um the the, the 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 smoked tomahawk that was a massive piece of meat yeah. that was a nice piece of meat yeah. did you forage that from the garden yeah. <laughs> it was just a cow there I came like. off the range <laughs> I cooked two of those and one of them went missing really oh. yeah 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 it just disappeared off the set hardly really like, where's that other piece of meat <laughs> gone <laughs> um, how was that final course for you because that was obviously the the, the winner the, you know the, the yeah to be honest with you like because the first round didn't go so well yeah. other than the chips they love the chips um, I was really like nervous I mean the other two said had said all the way through oh you're you're super chilled you know you're and then they saw that course come up and I was like white because mm. I've had so many disasters mm, and yeah. there's so many elements there's like fight I was making my own sausages I was making the shoe pastry um, the, the chocolate sauce and then three different um, no, the two creams and, and a smoked tomato salsa so in an hour and a half there's a lot to do so yeah. once I got that out of the way and was through to the final I was like Whew, this is stuff I'm actually comfortable with now I, I can cook a steak all day long you know I've made this mac and cheesecake which collapsed for the first time in my life <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> I was going to say you need stress on your face when that happened uh, what yeah. ha- all that happened there was that um, I'd cooked my, sh- my buns for the ice cream burger and I timed everything perfectly so as soon as they came out the mac and cheesecake yeah. went in uh, but I was supposed to turn the oven up to 210 so to create a crust on mm. the outside and I left it at 170 for the first 15 uh, minutes so uh. it never that never happened so you know I could show you photos of, of the original where you get this kind of crispy parmesan crunch mm. around the outside yeah. which wasn't there um, so that's why that collapsed but um, Hardeeps was pretty amazing as well oh unbelievable it? and the flavours that were just you know yeah. he's a talented dude like, yeah. he really is mm. So yeah. do you think the winner for you was the hot dogs? Do you think that kind of pipped you to, towards victory at the end? Oh, I'd say so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was skin of my teeth, really. <laughs> I, I, I want to I know where this golden apple is. It's on my mantelpiece. Oh, I wanted it on my Instagram. Well disappointed. It's been paraded around my, uh, my stepdaughter's second, uh, primary school <laughs> the next morning, bless her. Like the Olympic torch. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's on the mantelpiece now. It's... Um, 
Yeah, it's an interesting piece. I'll yeah. probably get yourself one from B and M, I reckon. Yeah, I'll just I'll just make one. It'll be fine. I was like, I remember when you were on because um, I, I had it in my phone to watch it, and I totally forgot about it. I was just sitting on the sofa, and then I had a text off my mum saying, "Channel four, channel four and I put it on, and I was like. I did not tell my mum that because this is when I already knew you were coming on here. Right. I was like, I didn't tell my mum that Adam was coming on the show or anything like that. I was watching and she was like, oh, this is amazing. I thought you'd like the show. And I was like, yeah, um, well. <laughs> I was like, thanks for reminding me that. I was like, that was a really awkward but really good save at the same time. <laughs> but yeah, but I think it was very popular. Like a lot of people were talking about it. All my mm. friends watched it as well. Right, oh, good. And yeah, I think it's going to be something that really gets you. This is another thing I want to ask you. Where did the name Shropshire Lad come from? So when we first, the, the reason that I started all of the, I mean, you asked about how I started cooking, but how I started to showcase stuff and, and uh, was because one of my friends likes eating my food and he also likes making vi- videos and he was like, should we mm. just try making some videos for YouTube? Yeah. Um, and we were like, I was like, yeah, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll. So I made this video. My first video is making, basically it was cooked in my dad's, my dad's kitchen, um, mm. rolled leg of lamb with wild garlic butter and a few other bits. Mm. And um, so we made this video, and we're like, right, what are we going to call it? Call it. And so we just sat around, and uh, and I don't know, it just came about really. It was like, oh, you're a bit of a lad, and you know, we need to sort of showcase what's going on <laughs> around here. And uh, I don't know, yeah, just we just thought, and I quite like the beer as well. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking that one day maybe I'll get some free beer from Woods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you'd name yourself after the pub from Mullins Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. No, that wasn't named after the pub. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't, oh, I don't really the know that. We, 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 we debated for a little while a few names mm. and mm. it just seemed to, seemed to I think it's very It rings, one. doesn't it? Yeah, it rings it is, really yeah. well. Yeah. I've got to say, though, uh, during the show, and this is no disrespect to Hannah, but when, when Hardeep went through and Hannah didn't, I kind of shouted at the TV. I was like, whoa! Because <laughs> egg failed. And, you know, I just thought maybe she'd been a bit more consistent. But I was like, wow, fair play to the guy. He's... Yeah, I mean, what, one thing I learned on that show was that really the presentation wasn't a problem. Like... You know, it's, and all, about the it's all about they, all they cared about was the flavor, yeah. and I think that you know, uh, with Hannah's hot dog, um, when she said she was doing Tampa bread, I've never in my life tasted good Tampa bread ever. <laughs> you know, it's something that Boy Scouts do, yeah. uh, and so I was thinking, all right, okay, well, if you can pull this off, fair enough, because it just tastes like horrible dough. Yeah. Like whenever I've whenever yeah, I've tried yeah. it, I mean, I don't know what she did with hers, um, and then using wild boar. Risky, you know, um, because it's, it does dry out mm. quite a lot. Unless you use, the, there's a guy, um, Shropshire Wild Boar Company, um, started Badger. Yeah. Mm. That, I mean, he grows them to like 150 kilos and they're, mm. they're like 50% fat. So she maybe should have got some from him oh, because yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. it's incredibly fatty. But generally it's, it's you know, Nicholas said, this, said it, it's it's quite dry. And, and then I, I believe that she was encouraged to do that. You know, she cooked it again on the the, the little tabletop grill, mm, yeah. which was provided by Chef Slucker from Shrewsbury. Yeah, <laughs> just drop that one in there. Oh, cheers, Ed. Um, so the, the little tabletop grill, and obviously they were, to create that ambiance to of cooking around a campfire, probably dried it out even further. Yeah. but it must have been. You know, I mean, because she won the first round. Yeah, yeah. So it must have been. Yeah. Not, not great, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. For, 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 not, yeah that would be a big happened. kickback, wouldn't it? Yeah. The next yeah. round, how long did they leave you waiting to find out who won? You know, how long did you have to wait for? Uh, not really that long. No? No, because it was, by the time they announced it, it was about 8.30 in the evening. We'd been in, in the studio since half seven oh, in wow. the morning. Oh, um, okay. And, and they had to strip that set, like, 
for the next day something else was happening so overnight that set was just just, just dismantled by a huge team of people who were wow. like waiting to go so it was all quite quick really mm. we had like maybe I mean I, in real time I don't know what it was because it's all a bit surreal but mm. it, I think from them coming down and, and trying all of our food to disappearing off again maybe half an hour Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, not it was long. Pretty quick. Yeah. Well, yeah. And what was it like when they, they announced you as the winner? I guess you were elated. You know, <laughs> yeah, I was. I was really pleased. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you go on to win, don't you? You don't want to. I mean, uh, at least to get to the final, I mean, you know, I would have been mm. devastated to have gone out yeah. first. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and was it like awkward for you guys? Like, I, I don't know if there's a green room or something where you guys met. Was it awkward afterwards? Like, you know, you know all the, nah. everybody happy for each other. I mean, Hannah had gone home the day before because, so the, the way it worked, you, you did a, the first day was just interviews in the green room. Second yeah. day was the two challenges. Mm. And then the third day was the final. Okay. So Hannah wasn't there yeah, yeah. for the final. Um, uh, me and Hardy developed a bit of a friendship by then. So, you know, we were just chatting and we went back to the hotel and just, you know, oh, had a nice. hug before we went to bed. Yeah. And not in bed, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. We, we still chat a lot. So there was no, there's no animosity mm. at all. When it aired, did you have loads of people messaging you? Oh, it was ridiculous. I, <laughs> I, I, I say. You know, I was doing dry January. Yeah. So I was dry and vegan. <laughs> Oh but that gosh. night, I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. dry. Let's just say I wasn't dry that night. And I was just like, I'm not even looking at my phone until this is done. Yeah. And then I was on it until about one in the morning. I, I kind of know. What the, I was at Super Bowl at the weekend and um, I was at Hickory's. And because I drove and because oh, right. I'm on keto, I couldn't really drink anything. So while well, everyone's getting slushed, and, uh, yeah, right. yeah, I'm sat there with a cup of coffee at the bar. <laughs> I felt like a right like serial killer just staring at people <laughs> with coffee. <laughs> what a description <laughs> so coffee drinkers Oops. the guy behind the bar was even like oh, he's starting hard are you and I was like leave me alone no. <laughs> yeah it's it quite cool so what happens for you now have you had lots mm. of uh, interest in your cooking skills the hot dogs you could pa- pan couldn't you, you, could, you know. yeah I'd, I'd quite like to um, do something where I would like to put those chicken wings out to people because I and still stand by them, you know. And, and the, the chips, chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd really like to do that because, the, you know, no excuses. They, you know, they didn't like it, they didn't like it. But the crew devoured them. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a photo I've got of Jade, the, um, the, the producer, yeah, just, uh, getting through one pretty quick, you know. And, <laughs> and, and I really stand by them. But also, they, they've been sat around for an hour before they ate them, you know. Everything's really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'd like to put those out to people and just say, you know, am I crazy or? I'm or sure, there's mm-hmm. a, a few restaurants. There's, I was going to say yeah. there's festivals coming up though. The, yeah, well, I've got stuff. a few. I've got a few uh, events coming. The next one uh, is going to be. I'm going to be announcing it officially this week, uh, but it's going to be at the Evolution Brewery. Okay. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm doing um, an eight-course beer snack tasting menu uh, with a beer flight of their beer. So it was a great idea because I said, they, you know, they approached me and said, do you want to do something? I was like, right, yeah, so I need to try all of your beers <laughs> so that I can then decide what's gonna, what flavours work with what. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so that's going to be coming out. Hopefully I'll announce that this week. We're just, we're just yeah. crossing mm. the T's and dotting the I's on that. Uh, at the moment another exciting one um, we're going to be taking over a well-known pizza restaurant in town with all my young people from the youth club mm. wow mm. so we're literally going to they're going to run the front of house in Shrewsbury gonna, or t- in Shrewsbury oh, they're going to okay. design the menu you can probably guess which one it is but we're going to wait they're going to design the menu they're going to run the kitchen and whatever they make that night the restaurant are allowing like after their expenses that will go towards those young people's summer activities that we run oh, so, fab. can we come 
Yeah, yeah, well, we're open to book, you know. It'll yeah. just be first come, first serve. We're not going to have it just rolling in because obviously we need to know numbers, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't want to force I think that'd be quite it's going to be hard for young yeah. people yeah. as it is. Um, so they're the next two things I've got on the agenda, um, and which will be, you know, in the next two months. You'll, you'll Are you going to make an appearance at the food festival? Yeah, the food yeah. festival's going to be yeah. massive this year. Um, we've got uh, the fire stage, yeah. which is yeah. now right in the middle of the food festival. Mm. Yeah. Um, and we've also got the uh, barbecue competition, which is... Yep. So that's sl- separate to it. So... Uh, Competition barbecue is like another world compared to... That's that whole great big long one, isn't it, where they're all there. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got the... So two years ago was when I... I always wanted. We, so, if you, if you, I don't know if you know uh, Joe or Wood smoking salad. We have a Shropshire barbecue team um, who he's been to the states and he, wow. worked, he won like fifth, fifth best burger in the world at the Amazing. World oh, Food okay. Championships oh, and stuff. Might be worth getting him on at some point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he um, he's basically I, I t- from talking to him two years ago we sort of said we'd love to get a, a, a barbecue a official because you have yeah, yeah. You, can, you can have official barbecue competition uh, you have to have the IBQN or um, Kansas City Barbecue Society as as kind of the um, awarding body, if you like. Yeah, yeah. So there's real standards and it, it's it's high. Mm. And the first year um, we had a team called oh, I forget their name now. Um, on, oh God, it's gone. <laughs> oh. It's oh, amazing. Anyway, they they won the world chase. Um, it's Ed Gash, Ed and Emma Gash. They're a couple, married couple who. Um, one sw- swept the board at Shrewsbury and then went on to win the American Royal, which is like the World Cup. So basically, they right. beat everybody in America <gasps> at barbecue, British couple. Um, <laughs> beat, That's got kind yeah. of been a kick. Yeah, so they're coming this year to do demonstrations wow. and show people how to build their own Brilliant. smokers and all sorts of stuff. So, we've got a really, really exciting lineup. So, we've got some great sponsors on board. Um, it's going to be mega this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so I'm kind of orga- in the middle of organising all of that at the moment as well. You're going to be there on both days. I'll be there. I'm hosting the stage, so cool. I'll be. I'll probably be doing Actually, a few yeah, demos. I saw as that well. advertise- Yeah. And I'll yeah. probably last year I did a on the Friday night as a bit of a fringe festival. I did a, a fire feast for 40 people, which was a ticketed event, which will probably yeah. resurrect again as well. Yeah. Um, but I need to sort of speak to uh, the organisers just to check that that's still a goer. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Because it gets really. I'm going to have to. Darren, if you're listening to this, I'm only going to work one of the days in the gym bar. In fact, Darren was there last year and provided yeah. some of the cocktails for that one. So I imagine. Yeah. I imagine. Um, so, I mean, congratulations for winning that show. It's amazing. Yeah, Thanks. it's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Because not only has it, has it got you out there, um, you're a good influence on young people and, mm. and, the, and the food culture. Oh, thanks. So what that's done is it's, it's raised you as a platform and what you bring to it. So I think it's yeah. really important you know, to, oh. to the county and to the country. I mean, yeah, it's brilliant getting, county, teaching, teaching young people how to cook good mm. food and, and feel good about it is, is, is awesome. I'm all, I'm all for that. So mm. thank you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there's, um, there's actually a national uh, cooking competition, which has been rolled out at the moment. Who asked me, so I've been doing some demos in some schools. I'm, I'm over in Bishop's castle tomorrow, mm. um, doing a, a demonstration and a talk there um, and inspiring some young people to get involved in, in competition that level and that's all about local ingredients and seasonal stuff as well so yeah. I've done some demos this week um, and, and last week uh, where and it's like doing, doing it in January again is quite difficult but, but thinking about how to inspire young people to um, 
to think to use ingredients that uh, that are local and yeah. think about yeah. air miles and all yeah. that sort of, but also yeah. cook something they're interested in. So we did like Kentucky Fried Cauliflower because I was doing my <laughs> veganuary. Yeah. And you know, all of a sudden, like, a big plate of cauliflower is devoured by a load of 13-year-olds. Like, oh, right, right. It looks like, it it looks like chicken wings. Look like, yeah, it doesn't look like cauliflower. Deep fry it in a, in a spicy batter and they'll have it, you know. Um, this is a, a pre-innuendo warning, but I would love to try one of your hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, the sausages are on sale at Morgan's Country Butchers now because I, I actually had a sausage lesson from those guys they're, they're my you know I use them for everything they're, they're they, they you know become my friends now and mm. I went there for a sausage um, in the game of innuendo bingo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Darren's terrible it was but, a sausage um, fest okay. yeah yeah but we uh, they taught me how to make those sausages and so obviously once they, they had gone out they, they've now put them on the on the counter. So, so if you want to t- try the sausage, and then maybe you can make some shoe pastry. Oh, <laughs> there we go. And, yes, you know, Michelle. you're halfway there. Adam's like, I'm not touching it again. Not no, doing I, it. I ain't doing it. You can't have no the pastry way. though. Oh yeah, you can't have you it. Can't you can watch no, me eat. No. You can have the sausage. Or you can I, do one of your. Although there is some rust in the sausage, so I don't know if you're allowed it. Eh? The way I'm eating hot dogs at the moment, because hot dogs are keto, is <laughs> it's really <laughs> just the dog. So yeah? you buy the big thick, the thick hot dogs, and you cut the hot dog in half, and then you put the salsa through the middle of the hot dog and some cheese. Yeah. So you don't have the bun. You're really but you're right, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> so, so you get hot, you get finding hot dogs without any rusk in them, are you? No, the, no, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you're allowed that on keto. <laughs> I haven't dropped out. Of, do you know what? Actually, we had a cheat day on ketosis uh, on keto, which I found out you're not really supposed to do. No, because you come out of ketosis, don't yeah, you? Yeah, but I yeah. didn't come out of ketosis, which is really didn't I just thought funny. What's ketosis? A ketosis is when your liver is clear of any sort of carbs. So it's not fighting carbs; it's cu- it's creating ketones. You should have seen how much food ketosis. he had. He right. has so much. He sent us all a picture of the, the biggest it was Chinese just, it was just, ever. Oh, but it was my one day and, of the month and a whole bottle of whiskey. Uh, How did you three, know about ketosis? I will never know. How is that know. keto? Well, three, three quarters of a bottle <laughs> of whiskey. <laughs> hey man, whisky, whis, whiskey's keto friendly. It's fine. I can drink as much whiskey as I want. <laughs> like. from did, the start. Are you allowed sugar in? <laughs> no, no sugar. So there's loads of sugar in whiskey, isn't there? No, no, no. You're getting burned today. Carbs, you are. <laughs> 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 You're on every show now. Everybody talks about ketosis. We're like, every, yeah. Okay, this is going to sound quite gross, but every two days I've got these strips and I test my wee... For, for ketones and I did I haven't dropped out of ketosis so I'm doing and I've dropped uh, nearly two stone as well so I'm doing all right it's good. good work nice um, but yeah I do, I do like crave like burgers and stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> but like a good thick not like a McDonald's crap I like a yeah, proper yeah. oh so that's dripping as you're eating it oh that, that sort of stuff yeah. you can still have them you just don't have the bun well yeah yeah well I made one of those at the weekend after Veganuary and felt very ill after oh, yeah, that, I imagine. Yeah, I imagine. Mm. yeah I wasn't ready for it even though I didn't drop out of ketosis um, I was quite ill the next day after the Chinese it was my well, stomach was like what have you done to us maybe that wasn't the whiskey it was both <laughs> do, do you want to give a shout out to anybody that sort of supplied mm. you with things locally um, and give you ideas I mean I know you shouted out Morgan's uh, Butchers but anywhere else yeah also be- Stitch Farm Studios they provided my plates and the be- oh, unbelievable piece of oak I served my um, my uh, finished you know the, the final yeah, yeah. You know, what's it called Tomahawk uh, yeah the Tomahawk and all that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. was on the, was on you know their um, slab there oh wow um, and they make, make the most stunning uh, equipment you know if you haven't seen Stitch Farm stuff where are they based uh, just out sort of like near Leebot Woodway oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. Um, amazing like I yeah. mean, uh, Jill who makes the, the crockery she's just supplied Atalengi with 
like the book, the the uh, plates for his entire new book. Mm. Yeah, so she's she's up there, okay. like, and you know, it's it's pretty swanky mm. stuff. Yeah. Nice, Gorgeous. nice, nice. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. No it's worries, been really thank you. It's been, been brilliant. Pleasure. Have you guys got anything to add? Anything you want to ask Adam before? I've got one question. Yeah. What is the, this? Is not what you've cooked, but what's the strangest thing you've ever eaten? It's got to be uh, a, what they call a thousand-year egg. Oh, oh right. Okay, that's yeah. going to sound. That sounds grim. Oh, that's was, horrible. Go on. And it well. Eaten and drank. I, I went out to Vietnam a couple of years ago. I got a, one of my best mates lives out in Da Nang, and uh, he said, "Right, we're going to take you to this like off-grid um, rice wine bar." Um, so we went up to this taxi, and the taxi pulls up, and then we had, the taxi couldn't get anywhere near this place. You had to go to all these cobble streets, and got to basically someone's house. Yeah. And you go in, and there was like, if you go onto my Facebook actually and go back through my videos, there's yeah. live videos of me in there, and you'll be able to see all of this. But um, it's basically uh, all these weird and wonderful animals inside jars that are oh, right, yeah, yeah. rice wow. wine. So you can try, you can have all like, you know, snakes, balls or whatever, yeah, yeah, <laughs> rice yeah. wine. Uh, but then you, they serve food as well and they've got this, this black eggs. So they're, they're fermented eggs. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then inside it's like, gel- the, the yolk goes all gelatinous and stuff. And um, yeah. <laughs> it was. It wasn't quite as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah, I've seen people still eat pretty bad. And they look horrendous. Yeah, they do look horrendous. I don't I eat eggs I anyway. Never mind. To eat those. Right. Um, and it, on the same trip as well, uh, I possibly ate dog. Uh, <laughs> oh. The dog sausage. Yeah. But only like I was. I was driving through Cambodia um, up into the north. Yeah. Um, on a motorbike, and then we were hit by this kind of um, huge sort of. What would you call it like a thunder you know like, yeah, like yeah, this yeah, rain, yeah. rainstorm hurricane. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm looking for a hurricane rainstorm mm. so we like dived in as you do to the nearest shack and everybody seems to be cooking something or doing something, something really weird yeah and there's these bright red sausages on a barbecue and I was like oh yeah they look right like so absolutely no English you know so it's yeah, all, it's all yeah. kind of um, charades but I had this sausage and it's like just a bit grainy and a bit bit strange textured and it was very strongly spiced and yeah, almost right. like it had kind of like sweet chilli through it as well mm. um, so I was sort of like what Trying is this you know, what, what, what is this like pointing at it and they just pointed the dog and started laughing oh no was, oh man oh, I was eating the dog sausage here possibly but we'll, we'll never know that's we'll the thing know. isn't it because if it's highly spiced as well exactly you yeah, never you, know you and it's, never tell like, when who, I, who was, I was this when I did I went to Cambodia and we stopped in Sukau which is like quite a famous sort of like it's a truck stop where they take all the tourists right um, and they do deep fried tarantula Oh. Right, but oh the kids my. are walking around like with a live tarantula, like they're wearing like brooches, and they come up to the tourists, going like that, scaring them. But what they said was that they go, "Oh, nice one, that's yeah, what we yeah, need." Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> they literally they dig them out of the ground, they take the fangs out of them, and they got them in this big white bucket with a wok on top where they're being like, and they chuck loads of chili and garlic in yeah, it. Did yeah. you try one? It was the only thing... I've had a real live one on my hand, but I, I couldn't eat... The only thing I ate was one of the crickets. Yeah. But I couldn't right. bring myself to eat a tarantula. I just thought it was no. all... all the, the hairs were... Sti- oh, no, I, think I the sad thing, The sad thing about all, like, that kind of cuisine in Cambodia is, is the Pol Pot regime. And the, re- yes. the reason they, they, had, they had to eat things like tarantulas yeah. to exactly. survive. And they're dra- you know, driven yeah. out into the jungle. And um, yeah. know, I, I've got a good friend who lives out there in Phnom Penh, and, and he's got... Um, a friend who runs a little baguette shop who who's you know 
He's seen half his family butchered in front of him and stuff. Yeah. And to think it was only like no, 35 no. years ago. Yeah. I went to yeah. the horrendous. school and it wasn't. Yeah, I've never eaten anything exotic like like that. I've had lechona, uh, which is um, where they get the pig, and they they just, the dead pig. They shove it full of rice, and then they barbecue it, and then they break open the pig, and you have the pork and the rice together, and it's actually quite nice. Right, I can imagine it sounds right. gross, but it's actually yeah, really. It doesn't really nice. sound gross. Right. I, yeah, I think it's alright. They have right. this like they serve it like in like like on the side of the roads, things like that. Yeah. Or you can get them at a restaurant if you want to be fancy. Is <laughs> it in Colombia? Yeah, yeah, in Colombia, yeah, right. it's really good, and you see the pig lying there, and it's just just chest caved in and then you just get the rice and a bit of pork it's quite yeah. good right but you know that I'm quite but that's, that's, that's all right that's just pork and rice isn't yeah, it I know, I know, I know what you're saying is how they do it but then that's how they do a whole whole roast isn't it yeah. <laughs> yeah. well listen let's let's sign off because we've got uh, Bob Drilling, the Builder yeah. behind us uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> guys thank you very much for listening to this episode I want to give a shout out to our sponsors uh, Gin Different uh, make sure you go on their Instagram and Facebook follow them uh, go to the bar try and buy some bar- gins to get you gins from all over the place can't mm-hmm. you yep um, and make sure you check out our website uh, it's uh, www.theshrewsburybiscuitpodcast.co.uk that's made for us by our friends at Web Orchard and how can people find you Adam? Um, Instagram is shropshire.lad someone yeah. got Shropshire Lad before me um, oh. <laughs> Adam Purnell Shropshire Lad on Facebook YouTube Shropshire yeah. Lad mm-hmm. um, and my website's www.shropshirelad.co.uk fantastic cool. thank you very much guys thank you so Excellent. much thank you thank you peace out guys